This episode is brought to you by the Slash and Cast Podcast Network. Learn more at slashandcast.net. There are legends around here. He died in my Jeep, fucking king of the zombies. Even if only in their own minds. <laughs> Forgotten, but not yet dead. I want to play a game. Some have tried to stop them, but they keep coming back. Don't let the door hit you in the ass on the way out. Coming to entertain you. They are the Crystal Lake Soldiers. Welcome back to the Crystal Lake Soldiers podcast. My name is Isaiah. Joined tonight, as always, by Mark, Sean, and Ted. How are you guys doing this weekend? Pretty good, man. Doing pretty good. Not bad. Like I said last week, you could always count on Ted to say, not bad. I love it. <laughs> it's great. But uh, we are back with another episode. Uh, tonight, we're going to be talking about... Um, if we had control over a horror franchise, what we would what we would do with it? So that's going to be a, a very interesting conversation. Um, I'm 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 excited for that. It's it's something a little different. It's a little different than the normal reviews that we typically do on the show and whatnot. So it'll it'll be fun. But before we get into all that, though, what have you guys been up to this week? Not a whole lot here, man. Just doing my normal life shit and. I'm not finished yet, but I got through six episodes, and I'm loving it. It's fun, man. Everybody knows it's a great fucking show. If you don't, you're... So. <laughs> but that's about it, man. Oh, and I watched a little bit of football today, which isn't something I've done much this year. But it's yeah. Fun. Wasn't too bad. Very cool. So, Cobra Kai football. Nice. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Um, <laughs> he's, he's, he's so like a true fan of football. Awesome. <laughs> Dude, I haven't watched football in so long. Right. Since I watched one or two games this year, I think. Yeah, I used to be a big fan, man. This, whatever reasons I won't get into, I was kind of turned off, and it's just not the same. I don't know. It's just but getting get worse in. and worse every year, man. Just like yeah. you guys say about the WWE, it's just going down and down, thing, and down and down. Yeah. And football's I... used to, honestly, because of some of the rules. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm still watching. Sean, I have a question. Oh. The, did, did Dwayne Johnson show up in any NFL game to turn you off? <laughs> Dude, if Dwayne Johnson put on full gear and went out on the field, I'd watch it. It'd be fun to see him get his ass whooped. <laughs> exactly. That's <laughs> oh, good. It's it's a different uh, form than just bodybuilding and acting. They're like actual yeah, athletes. And, I mean, he played college ball, but he wasn't a very successful football. Yeah. Despite what he might try to make you think. <laughs> yeah, um, my cousin, when he took the leap from uh, college to NFL, and my family was asking him how he liked it and what the difference was. And yeah, got to uh, gotta remember my cousin Derek is, I, I want to say he's like 6'5", 
and he's like 298 pounds huge guy guy. yeah and he was like they hit hard (laughs) it's the big boys i think it's like the all-stars of the all-stars like yeah even the guy on the bench is an incredible athlete (laughs) (laughs) um i've been doing the same shit just watching more lovecraft i'm almost finished with it okay i really like it i you can definitely see a lot of the jordan peele in it but i still really really like it even though i don't like him i feel like that one out I feel like, you know, he, he goes just as hard with the race stuff in this, which is fine when it's applicable. And I think it is here because it takes place on the south side of Chicago in 1955. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so it's 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 appropriate. Um, but the the monsters and the horror and everything is just so good. Uh, the last episode, I just watched episode seven, hey, episode eight, and that's my favorite so far. Okay. I've uh, been watching Cobra Kai. Uh, I think I'm an episode behind Sean and playing video games. That's about it. Nice. Sounds pretty good. What about you, Ted? Nah, nothing. Um, before I started watching some of my Vinegar Syndrome stuff, um, like Friday, I watched Malibu High, um, which was interesting because I've never seen it before. Um, <clears throat> the ending kind of, I guess I should have saw the ending coming because of how it was going down, but the movie is uh, okay. it's different than what I really expected. I mean, it's not a bad movie or anything like that. It was just different. Some parts felt a little sleazy. Not. Yeah, that's what I always thought. I, it I, has a little sleaze feel to it, for sure. Yeah, it's not a bad movie, and I wasn't mad that I like watched it or got it or anything. It's just, you know, I didn't expect some of it to be the way it was, but it's just yeah. like okay, you know, it was interesting kind of a, I guess you could say, a character study of of people of that regard. But the ending was a little bit like, holy crap, kind of wild, you know. <laughs> but um, yeah, I watched that uh, yesterday. I watched uh, Don't Go in the Woods, a slasher film. Um. I can't really recommend it, but I enjoyed it. <laughs> I, I really can't because people will probably hate me if I recommended it. I mean, it, it, people like it. Know, I don't care for it, but I mean, it's fun if you're just bored and want to see people get killed. So yeah, it's not. That's you know, literally it's short, all it is. It's only an hour. <laughs> yeah, it's only an hour and twenty minutes. But like, there's a lot of kills in the movie of. It's just random, random things that were filmed. No story. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's basically it. I do like the look of the killer, though. The crazy mountain man. He's pretty cool. Yeah, he's got that cool spear. Yeah, I, I thought that was awesome. My favorite kill was the bear trap kill. That fisherman. It's like bear trap was on that trip wire, not trip wire, but uh, like a line or something. I don't know if it was rope mm-hmm. or whatever, but like. Like it flew into the guy's head in the bear trap, you know, latched onto it. I was like, dude, that was awesome. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, I didn't mind it. It was, you know, like I said, it was a fast 80 minutes and it entertained me. And I laughed in places where I probably wasn't supposed to laugh, but I couldn't help it. It still made me laugh. <laughs> so I enjoyed it. And then I rewatched Nightmare Sisters for the first time in a few years. I 
that was one of the slip covers I bought during the Black Friday sale. So I was like, you know what? I'm in a Nightmare Sisters mood, so I popped the disc back into it. And still, I still love that movie. It's just fun. <laughs> and I've just been chilling and watching some uh, old Scooby-Doo episodes for the heck of it. Because i got the Blu-ray set, and that's been fun revisiting. So, yeah, just pretty much that's it. I mean, uh, work. I mean. Very cool. Um, I haven't really had a whole lot going on, uh, at least for watching or, or, or anything like that. I, I watched, uh, the only movie I watched this week was Wes Craven's new nightmare. Um, just cause it's been a long time since I'd watched that and I was kind of in the mood for it. Um, so I watched that beyond that, um, I haven't really watched any TV, um, or anything like that. Lot, uh, a little bit of YouTube. I, I've been doing some YouTube in lately. You know, late at night when I'm bored. Uh, been playing some Among Us with uh, people from the network, and I've played quite a bit of Phasmophobia with some of my coworkers. But other than that, uh, I've been kind of just laying low. Uh, that's really kind of about it. Uh, not really too much going on right now. So, uh, which is which isn't a bad thing. I mean. It's better than watching 10 movies a week to get ready for, you know, a podcast <laughs> episodes. So um, I, I can't complain too much. So it's it, it's been kind of a relaxing week. It's been a very, very good week. So it's it's just been kind of just chill. So I'm, I'm enjoying it. You know, uh, it's 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 been very, very nice. So not a whole lot going on. But, uh, you know, with that being said, what? Let's go ahead and take a look at a little bit of news that's kind of come out here. There's only a couple things, really, because things are still pretty slow news-wise. But just to kind of kick things off here for news, we talked last week about the new season of Are You Afraid of the Dark coming out. Uh, Come to find out, it's actually coming out in February. So uh, the premiere of the six-part series will start on February 12th on Nickelodeon at 8 p.m. Eastern. So this season, because they have a, a, a trailer for the season that was re- released, it's got kind of a lot of vibes from a lot of different horror properties. I definitely saw a lot of, like, Nightmare on Elm Street in in that uh, preview. There was stuff like Insidious, like, with the pictures, with, like, the, the creature in the picture showing up, uh, you know, with one of the characters. There was a lot of like Slender Man stuff in there. I mean, there there was quite a bit of stuff kind of crammed in from a lot of different properties, which which I thought was kind of cool that they're paying homage to a, a lot of that stuff. So um, it looks interesting. It looks pretty good. Uh, I think it's definitely gonna be worth checking out. And uh, so yeah, that's coming up here in less than a month, or right about a month actually, um, a, a couple days more than a month. So that will be coming out in mid. February and um, I, I didn't think it was going to be coming out this soon. I thought they would have pushed for more of a, you know, Halloween time frame or something like that. So that's yeah, pretty interesting. That's cool though, man. Good, to, which I enjoy sometimes myself. So. Right, right, definitely. So uh, definitely February twelfth. That'll be coming out. So keep an eye out for that. Uh, also in news this week is uh, we found out some more information about the Evil Dead game. We found out that not only are we getting the four initial characters that they were talking about to be playable in the game, but we're also 
uh, found out that Pablo is going to be playable as well, which was from Ash versus Evil Dead, and he is going to be voiced again by Ray Santiago, which is great. He kind of announced that on Twitter, I believe, uh, this week. And so that's that's exciting that they're going to have more characters in the game and, you know, the whole Ghost Beaters thing, that's great. And with with him, Kelly, and, and Ash, of course, in the show. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm getting more and more excited when it comes to this game, just with the few things here and there that just keep coming out about it. It's definitely going to be kind of one of the few games to kind of look out for, especially horror-wise, for this next year. For this year. Not next year, because we're already in 2021. So, um I was already pumped for the Evil Dead game. This just makes it more exciting for me, uh, personally. I want so. I want to know if he's going to have the power of the book tattooed on him. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> he's a good character. He's fun. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, still no real release date on that. So, I'm I'm sure that'll be coming, hopefully in the near future. Uh, regarding that, so. And then the final piece of news that I kind of had was uh, we had talked a while back about a Borderlands film that was uh, going to be made. Uh, come to find out that that is going to be sh- beginning shooting here shortly in Hungary. Uh, directed by Eli Roth, uh, starring Kate Blanchett as Lilith and Kevin Hart as Roland. I, I'm not really excited for this. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I, I don't foresee this working definitely as a live action movie. And, and and I know that we were kind of talking about that a little bit before we started recording. It's, I don't think it's going to work. <laughs> I really don't. I can't, I know. I mean, I know borderlands is, has a lot of comedy to it. I cannot see Kevin Hart as an action star. I just can't. Not as Roland for sure. He's too little. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what, Tells me what they're thinking. They're definitely not using common sense. <laughs> right. It's I don't know. And Eli Roth is very much hit or miss, and it's definitely more misses with his movies. Yeah. Um. Because I I've I've I know we were talking about this also beforehand. There's really only three of his movies that I actually like. So it's uh it's I don't know it's. It is what it is. I mean, it's being made. I mean, it's coming no matter whether we want it or not. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I could have lived without this movie and just stuck with the games. Because the games are great. The games are fucking phenomenal. All three of them. Um, like the first one, that was it. But... Yeah. Well, all four of them. I guess you could count the pre-sequel as, as one of them. But still, yeah. So the, the games are great. Uh, I'm not looking forward to the movie, though. But it is what it is. So that's kind of all we had for really kind of news. Any, anything else anybody wants to cover before we get into this? I I don't know if it was recently released. I saw the teaser for um, Clarice, and I know there was so the teaser was pretty cool, man. Like I wasn't sure what to think about it, but it honestly felt like so. And the woman that got to play Clarice definitely. Looks like she's doing a good job. So yeah, I'm interested to see the trailer. Yeah, for sure, definitely. Um, yeah, it, it looks like it might be end up being a good show. So it, 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 we'll, I'm sure we'll find more as it comes along. Because I, I don't remember when that's supposed to be coming out. I I thought it was 
sooner rather than later, but I, I don't quite remember. Same. I'm not sure. Either. But yeah. Anyways, uh, so yeah, we're going to be uh, talking horror movie franchises tonight that if we had control over what we would do. Uh, so who would like to start? Always start someone else's time. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'll go. Um, All right. <laughs> Sorry, Mark. <laughs> so I picked a, a franchise that's near and dear to my heart, and also a franchise that I got, I think, got one of the worst treatments out of all horror franchises. Okay. I, ch- I chose Predator. Okay. Ooh. Um, and I don't know if you guys would be on board with me on this, but if I had control of Predator, I would reboot the entire franchise. Okay. <laughs> um, well, you yeah. know, to be honest, I mean, I mean, what else is there to do with Predator to begin with? I mean, it's very true. I mean, typically, you know, I'm I'm against reboots and remakes, not not because they're just reboots and remakes, but I just see like the laziness and stuff in writing. But but you know, certain things. You kind of just have to just start. Yeah, I was gonna correct. say some friend. Yeah. What else can you do but hit reset? Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. So, so I don't blame you for if you would reboot the whole thing. <laughs> I would take a first movie, and I would set it back a little bit earlier than the original, into like right when United States got into Vietnam War. Um. Ooh. And I would keep like a similar premise. Like you got the spec ops team. They're going in, in a search and rescue mission. They find out whoever they were trying to rescue was slaughtered by the predator. And then they end up being picked off one by one. And it's such Mm -hmm. an easy premise. Why wouldn't, I don't see why you'd want to change it. It's just, it, it works so well. Um, I don't have, I mean, I'd like to see a new action star in the role. Yeah. Not like new, new, but not like, I don't want to bring back Arnold or bring back or grab an older 80s action star. Somebody new. Um, I I wrote down and I couldn't really think of anyone else. I wrote down Tom Hardy and Charlie Hunnam, but I think those, I don't think Charlie Hunnam would work that well. Um. Mm-hmm. But after the first movie, I would immediately go and reach out to game developers and make an exclusive game deal. Something with a with yeah. a triple A game developer like EA or Ubisoft or Okay. Or Valve or you know, somebody that makes big games, not these little developers that don't have the manpower to make a good game. Mm-hmm. Um also make you know because all these these tertiary products are marketing for your movie so i'd also you know reach out to NECA, make a exclusive uh deal where you know kind of like how uh shop factory did with silent night daily night you know you pre-order the movie on blu-ray and you get a NECA doll or figure not doll sorry ted <laughs> <laughs> Action figures. <laughs> They're action figures, damn it. Which I don't collect anyway. Now, uh, my 
I don't have any room for that type of stuff. Unfortunately, I have some. I have a few. No, yeah, I would love the freaking the NES, Jason. That would be so awesome. That's man. one of my favorites. I don't yeah. have any. I don't think I have any horror actual figures. I got some pops. I have. I don't know if it's a Necker or what, but I got a uh, Doctor Vinkman. Oh, nice! It has a pro all the accessories and stuff. I got it for as, as a Reddit gift. Um, cats and dogs living together, mass hysteria. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wrote down that I'd I'd like to have three films and just leave it. I'm not sure what I would do with the third film yet. It would depend on how it would unfold. But the second film, mm-hmm. I got a really good idea. To which I think is good, it might be a shit idea. Um, to advance the timeline like 10 or 15 years into the Cold War and have either either the survivor from the first movie or a completely different team, I'm not sure how that would work, but have them in Russia in Moscow doing like some secret spy shit, yeah, and, and predators going around and hunting because i got this idea in my head with the the final one-on-one battle between the protagonist and the predator there'd be some type of like snowstorm blizzard and it would fuck with the predator's uh thermal targeting and i think yeah i think that would just be so fucking cool because now the predator's got a crutch because he can't thermally seek him Mm -hmm. and the and now he's leaving tracks in the snow and shit and the other guy's got a crutch because he might freeze and die. Right. <laughs> I don't know. I just want to get away from Trust. all the all the super predator, yeah, and yeah the you. predator clans fighting other predator clans. And... I hated that crap. Yeah, they Honestly, got too complicated with it. They're trying to build a universe as everybody does anymore. So. Yeah. I. Th- I think as a, a, a trilogy or even a franchise, as like individual isolated stories, they work better. Yes, yeah. at least for this franchise. I agree. I agree. I like it. I like that idea. I actually like that a lot. Because yeah, you're right. Because Predator's kind of been in a shitty place ever since after the second movie. Because nothing's really been yeah. quite right with it after the second movie. So. I like it. I like that idea a lot. All right, I'll go, man. I chose Paranormal Activity simply so I can bury it and we never have to fucking watch the movie again. <laughs> That's a cop out, Sean. <laughs> Sean. Actually, man, like I had a couple of short ones and then I focused on one because I couldn't just. Sean, you're you're a national hero. You know that. <laughs> you're welcome, Ted. <laughs> this man, the Purple Heart. <laughs> Bring up the Gremlins franchise just because me and Ted's idea about. Um, why can't I remember the guys? I'm making him the president and Daniel Billy Clamp. Yeah, making Clamp. <laughs> president and billy the secretary of defense that would be an awesome third movie even though i know they're still doing stuff with that but who cares man we I was just like, yeah that's perfect since he was the stand-in for for donald trump back in 1990 just make him president in a, in a new movie oh uh, yeah man <laughs> then the gremlins outbreaks like a nationwide <laughs> thing or whatever be freaking awesome 
<laughs> so I don't know how that would work, but just you know, it can work somehow. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I wanted to do another sorority house massacre because they never did one, man. So, and I wanted Orville and Mary, but they have a son, Vinton. <laughs> and, and he's basically the spitting image of um, Orville and treated the same way by the ladies in this movie while he's just <laughs> trying to save him from Hockstetter's ghost. So. Does he eat raw meat still? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Sean's a man after my own heart. Mm. <laughs> and then April Fool's Day, man, I thought it'd be kind of cool to do a reverse on that. I'm not. It'd be kind of complicated where everyone kind of thinks it's a joke, but but it's really not. I like it. It'd be interesting. And then my last one, I, I would just go kind of short with man was because I kind of strayed away from the Browns. I thought it'd be kind of cool, man, to see Brad Brown come back to town with his family kind of down on his luck. He had nowhere else to go. So he comes back to town and he's got a teenage son who kind of pulls a critter joke. Cause he knows the story from the past and everybody gets pissed off at him. And then of course the real critter show up and no one will believe him because he was an asshole and tricked everybody. I thought it'd be cool to have now. I don't know who's alive and not man. So I just went with my idea. So <laughs> <laughs> I thought it'd be cool. to have Charlie and a, show up and save the day and um the son somehow helped them and decide that he wants to be a bounty hunter himself and brad letting him leave with ug and charlie and the franchise could kind of continue from that part following the back of the critters maybe even as a it doesn't necessarily have a movie it could be like a tv series or something like that you, you could also introduce the idea of what they were going to do if they were able to make a critters five back in the 90s that the the uh, when Ugg turned evil, you know, in part four, yeah, that that wasn't the real Ugg, that was a clone. So you could also yeah. introduce that, so you can have the real good Ugg back again. So yeah, I was thinking, yeah, I was like, I hate that they made him bad. So yeah, definitely. So I don't know if one of you guys chose this man. I already knew what Dale was picking, man, but I kind of loosely wrote something on this one. So it was, I picked Friday the Thirteenth. Why not? Crystal Lake, and I'm sure my idea is different if Ted picked the same thing. But what's up? Um, cutting out again. Yeah, oh, I said if Ted picked the same thing, man. Uh, my apologies, but my main one was Friday the Thirteenth. No, continue. You're good. All right, cool. No, I want to. <laughs> I picked Friday Thirteenth also, but I figured, ahead. man. But we didn't discuss. Yeah, I guarantee it's not the same movie. So. Yeah, I drained them the lake thing. So basically, I got the land developers showing up. They're kind of changing the town. They decide to drain most, which is what awakens Jason. And um, nearby, where there's still some of the waters of Crystal, some teenagers setting up like a nostalgia-themed camp. Meanwhile, the townsfolks are mad because camps have been banned from massacres from the past, and they're angry as hell that they're doing this. So one of the townsfolks decides, I'll volunteer, I'll go help them. Maybe I can fuck this up and stop it. Hold on, I lost my place here. While he does this, 
and this is going on. Jason makes his way back to what's left of Crystal Lake. Happy, of course, to see that the campers are here. And, um, God, man, I'm I fucked up my notes. We will understand this before I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Jason and people and all, you know, the fun Jason ways. And, of course, the town, all the teenagers figure it's this town's guy. So they accuse him of being the killer. He runs off, guilt, feel, act, appearing guilty, scared. You're not sure, but which during the final battle he shows up. It's not exactly the final battle. I didn't want to really do it like that, but I want towards the end and say that he was one of the kids from Camp Forest Green, and he remembered how Tommy had put him in the lake. So this, because nothing's working, there's only two of them left in him. So they decide they're going to fight him. It didn't really work out how they get him. Feed him, knock his mask off, get him in the lake. They decide to um, hang his mask on and change the theme of the the camp into like a horror-themed type of camp and to kind of relish in there. And I just thought I'd end it with people showing up in the camp talking about maybe taking a swim in the lake. I kind of wanted to go back to teenagers at camp and give him an excuse to start hacking people off. And I just kind of wanted to throw the guy just because, I don't know, man. I just, again, went with the themes from the old Jason movies. Same with knocking the mask off, all this. Put the little twist at the end so you got another premise to just bring it back and keep it going. So then my idea on that cool all right sweet all right ted what do you got all right so like sean's mine's my main is friday 13th the um if i could own if i could have complete control ownership all that stuff i would go back and instead of going the lazy route that hollywood usually does it's just like let's just reboot this reboot that so let's try to make things work. So then I go back to Final Friday, the movie we freaking hate. So I'm like, <laughs> you know what? Let let's let's make two movies that takes place in between Jason Takes Manhattan and Final Friday. Let's introduce this whole lore, this mythology that Jason has in Final Friday. All of a sudden, let's have a young Creighton Duke. So it can make sense in part nine when he's like, remember me? And he's like, well, no, why should he? Because you're not in any, any other movies. So I was like, this doesn't make any sense. So have these two movies explain his whole backstory. Like it could deal with Pamela and you can deal with, with uh, Jason's uh, biological father, something like that. It would bring the original franchise up to 13 movies. Finally, have those two movies explain everything you have an actual story that's that's still progressing after that i would just keep making some keep making the movies i mean i would have tom mclaughlin i would be like hey let's make your movie the jason never dies you know it could take place in between oh freddy versus jason jason x or something you know whatever the case um you know, I would have him all through the script. I don't, I don't like the idea of it's just an all-female cast. You know, I, I want some 
yeah. you know, I want some actual like like male campers there or whatever um, to balance things out. Uh, and I would just like, you know, have movies being made. Maybe not like, you know, oh, every year like the 80s were, but, you know, keep the franchise going. Forget the reboots. Forget this. And um, if, if you like the 2009 movie, I wouldn't bury it. It would still be available or anything like, you know, like that. I'm not a jerk. <laughs> well, I am a jerk, but I'm not going to, I'm not that big. Of a <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't. Others, I would just start from that point on yeah. my and go from there, man. Like it is what it is. And then you know you could keep like, like you know how back in the day there's all these books and comic books. You know, start that up again. You know, have some fun with it. They don't have to be canon or whatever to the movies. Just stories. You know, just something that's entertaining for people to collect, people to have. You know, and uh, you know, just keep the physical media alive if possible with all the stuff you know i mean shout factory you know did great with the box that you know release another box set with all the you know or something you know just just keep it going you know keeping the movies coming make it entertaining don't try to do anything too wacky unless unless you could try to do a sequel to like jason x and then you can get crazy and i mean you know because jason x i mean you know what i mean just just keep the franchise going and um like the game, keep the game going, get the updates in there, make it to where the game's not becoming a broken, you know, piece of garbage. So, um, yeah, I'd love a yeah, single soundtrack, et cetera. You know, just, just go, go all out, you know, have, you know, let, let people collect and have fun and do all this stuff. Um, yeah, I thought about Halloween and I was just like, nah, cause, yeah. At that, I just I love Halloween. It's you know it's what got me into horror. But I was like I wouldn't be able to do anything with it personally. And I mean that that's a franchise that's so all over the place. Also now that you know I like where it is at Blumhouse right now. After Halloween ends, I don't know how I'm going to feel about it because they want to keep making more and more and more. I mean even even Blumhouse said they want to make at least ten movies. You know, so I'm just like, Ugh. but. <laughs> But you know, um, really, Friday Thirteenth is the one that I feel like you know I can actually do something with if I ever you know if I had the chance to ever own it or anything like that. Um, yeah, so that's pretty much my uh, my take on that. I even thought of Sleepaway Camp, man. I was like, I don't know, that's they've kind of done what they <laughs> yeah they be done with that shit. Yeah, I like the video game. Going back to that, man. I really think yeah. they should make. It's, I mean, the single player challenges were cool, but I'd love to just play one of the movies out as maybe flipping from different counters throughout the whole story. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that's what I did too. Like, make more games, not just what we have now, but just make different stuff. That's why I said to get a hold of a. a triple a developer because they can make a single player game that has an extra game mode that's online and multiplayer yeah it doesn't have to be its own game yep very true all right so what i um had thought a lot about was uh, nightmare on elm street because obviously nightmare on elm street is what got me into horror i've talked about that a lot on the show you know especially the first movie and, and whatnot so um well, number one, one thing I would like, I would love to see is, uh, and I know we we mentioned this, I think back, and this is like early days of the podcast when we did the cartoon episode. 
I would love to see like a, a, a you know, the goofy Freddy Krueger that we saw in, you know, like the later movies and whatnot, you know, like a, almost like a children's type cartoon. And it could be something along the lines of like Tales from the Crypt Keeper or something like that, where yeah, it's just yeah, like yeah. Freddy just telling stories and whatnot of stuff going on in Springwood, kind of like Freddy's Nightmares, but, but yeah, more I was going to say they kids. could even use that title, dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yep, so I, I, I would love to see something like that. It, it would be a great way to have Freddy still around uh, in some form, even if it's cartoon form. On top of that, one thing I, I would love to see is a Nightmare on Elm Street video game, a single-player one. The way that I would personally want to see it done, if if I had the that creative control and say, I would want to have them do it kind of in the same vein that they did like Until Dawn. Where, you know, you've got kind of the linear story. It's basically you're playing out a movie. And then every decision you make is going to kind of determine the outcome of the end of the story. And so throughout everything, you could have people survive. Everybody could die. I mean, there's just like, I, I would like to have a game like that where there's like almost unlimited possibilities um, for how that story could end because I, I i love until done and i i think that would work really well in um the world of a nightmare on elm street um so yeah, i I, I think that would be, be like a, creating your own movies in a way pretty much and i i think that would be great especially for for that setting in the character and especially the nightmares and stuff like that i think that could really work well in into that as well so I would love to see something like that for for the Nightmare franchise with a, a game like kind of like Until Dawn and and how that gameplay works and, and everything. I, I think it would work really really well. If I were to uh, you know produce a, a, another movie, um, I've I've always been a fan of Wes Craven's New Nightmare. It's probably my favorite sequel in in the series. Um, and I've always thought about you know what if there was a sequel to that movie. And honestly, you could do it where like, obviously you'd, I would mostly probably focus it on Dylan, um, you know, uh, being an adult now and, you know, what kind of uh, trauma and mental health issues that he might be going through because of what had happened in that movie. Cause you could focus a lot about that. Cause I, you know, with, with, with Wes Craven's new nightmare, they had that whole, kind of story aspect where the movies kind of contain that entity or demon or whatever, whatever the fuck it was. And, you know, (laughs) it got let out because the story kind of died quote unquote. And, you know, what if that is happening again? Because, you know, they retrapped that entity when Wes finished writing the script for Wes Craven's new nightmare. And so it kind of recaptured that entity and, to have it lie dormant again. So what if it's getting out again? And then you could incorporate kind of the, some of the stuff of them wanting to make another movie and how the rights went back to Wes Craven and everything. So you could incorporate that whole like overlying story in real life into a movie. And then, you know, that keeps the meta thing going too. from the, exactly. And I would love to see something like that. Cause I, I, I loved what they did with that movie because they made Freddy scary again, number one. And number two, it was a very smart movie. And Wes did a fucking amazing job with that movie. And and to bring back, you know, 
the Dylan character kind of con- continuing that story, his arc and everything, and having him go up against that entity again, I think would be um, kind of like how Heather in West Craven's New Nightmare was kind of the gatekeeper per se to keep that entity at bay. Um, Dylan could be kind of the same thing with, with this one. Uh, so I, I, I think that's how I'd, I would want to um, proceed with a, a new movie versus, you know, you could go back and you could make another direct sequel to the original franchise movies or, and stuff like that. But I've, I've, I think there's just so much more you could probably do with a sequel to Wes Craven's New Nightmare. Um, and I, I think that would be a, a smart and I think it's a more creative way to go. I have a question for you, Isaiah. Sure. Are you going to have a scene where Bob Shea is outside the gates of Warner Brothers yelling because they were a new line cinema? How <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't that be great? God. You cotton pick, you little pieces of <laughs> Bob. Oh, I gotta love Bob. I actually came up with something else that just hit me in this episode. Another franchise that yeah. is near and dear to Sean and mine's heart. And we got Isaiah into it, and that's Vice Academy. Yes, that's very true. I would, if if I could own Vice Academy, I would I would make a seventh movie. It'd be like the new generation or next generation or something like that. We have all the oldies. You have Ginger Lynn, Linnea, um, Elizabeth Caden. Um, I know I'm gonna mispronounce her name. Raylene Shirt Shulman, whatever. She was in parts five and six. I don't. <laughs> Bring them all back, training new recruits with a new keep keep the goofy, low budget aesthetics, you know, obviously, because that's what that's the charm. Yeah, you know. Already, <laughs> and then I'm you can like make back and run the school. <laughs> yeah, and then you can make like then then you can after that one you can make more with the new cast, you know. Because yep. people got used, you know, you, you, you ease them into the new cast and uh you know, you can make more. Of course, I've been saying that for years. They need to make at least one more and bring everybody back just, you know, to cap it off. They're not going to do anything else, but right, that hit me. So, yeah, that would be that. Vice Academy and Friday 13th for me. <laughs> there you go. I like it. I like it a lot. Any, any final thoughts? Anything else anybody wants to bring up? Isaiah, when you get control of Nightmare on Elm Street, you need to make uh, make the cartoon uh comic book real for the Power Rangers versus Freddy and make it, <laughs> yes. make, make it an animated series. There you go. I like it. I like it a lot. God, that would be good. Such a great comic I think there book. was a comic like where it's like Jason at Uber Jason versus regular Jason. I yep. was like, that could be an interesting movie. <laughs> That's what I was talking about. Just go all out if you're going to do something like that. Then I'm, I think mm. Let's do it. <laughs> I feel like I it involved or something, just something weird. I think it to do Anne Rice's stuff not the right way again. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, just because, or really was mishandled. So. Yeah. Are, Are you true? telling me you didn't like Aaliyah's performance? <laughs> you didn't like Queen <laughs> of the Damned? <laughs> yeah, that ruined it. <laughs> I didn't mind the first one. It wasn't perfect, but I didn't mind the. I don't know. I felt like it was a kind of a music video. It wasn't really. I'm not yeah. a big well, I mean, they didn't follow the I book mean, order either. They jumped. Yeah, they went all over the place. Yeah. Because there's true. like, there's 
I think there's like seven books, six yeah, books. So maybe. much story they could really have made a lot of movies if they did. I think they were about to lose the rights and they were going to go back to Anne Rice or something, so they kind of cranked that movie out as fast as they could. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> it looked like it. She can get who's famous right now. Can't blame her. Aaliyah, that's who's famous right now. And then they're like, "Who's Aaliyah?" And they're like, "Oh, she's a singer." I can't even. I can't even believe I remember her name. To be honest with you, I remember she. Did she pass away? Like in a plane crash? Oh gosh, never mind. R. Kelly's Kelly's conquest. Yeah, that's a hell of a way to end the show. <laughs> yeah, let's send it on a downer. A light hearted show. And Sean had to had to bring us down. Thanks, Sean. <laughs> that's what I'm here for, man. To ruin the fucking show. God. All right. Well, Sean's making me want to go watch the Boondocks now. <laughs> there you go. Jeez, I love it. All right. Well, we found that the builders rejected. Oh, sorry. That's good. Well, we would love to know what you guys think. If you guys had control of a horror franchise, what would you guys want to do? You can always let us know through our social media. We're on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, all at CLS Podcast. We definitely appreciate you guys checking out this week's episode. We will be back next week, and we'll be talking about taking a non-horror franchise and trying to incorporate it into the horror realm. So that should be pretty interesting as well. So we'll see you back here next week as we leave, though. Is there any final words of wisdom? I've been really lazy about this the last couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be Even lazy. Even though it was Ted's thing. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, I got lazy, so, you know, I passed it off. <laughs> Bring Jerry Springer back. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That's what we need more trailer trash. I love it. I hated that show. Same. <laughs> same with a passion. Well, all right. What about Sally Jesse Raphael? That's just as bad. <laughs> I wasn't a fan because my mom watched that and Donahue a lot. Yeah. A <laughs> my grandma watched my Donahue watched a lot. Sally Jesse. <laughs> Uh, That's how I know who she is. Good good times. (laughs) All right. Well, we will see you guys next week. This episode of the Crystal Lake Soldiers podcast is brought to you by the Slash and Cast Podcast Network. Check us out at www.clspodcast.com. Or join in the conversation on social media. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. All at CLS Podcast. Until next time, stay safe, campers.